Connections Radio Show, where we talk about ideas that matter. I'm Laurie Fitz, your host. And as you know, the goal of Connections is to explore a wide range of topics that challenge us to see ourselves, our community, and the world around us that get us thinking, get us imagining, get us wondering, get us hoping, get us taking time to think about things. Sometimes we just don't have enough time to really sit back and explore. And during Connections, that's what we like to do. I'm Lori Fitz, your host, and I have as my co-host today, Michael John Peace from Park Square Theater. He's the executive director, but when he comes to this radio show, he's my co-host. That's my favorite job. (laughs) Good morning. I I so enjoy when you join me, Michael John. You always have such interesting things to say. And I'm always so excited I can drive here without GPS anymore. (laughs) (laughs) It is kind of a tricky drive for some. Uh, uh, And GPS doesn't always tell the truth. Exactly. So I'm glad that that you were guided here on your own (laughs) instincts without needing to rely on on any of our GPS. Park Square Theater, check it out, parksquaretheater.org. We're going to be talking about shows coming up as well as shows for next year. Tell me about all the exciting things happening at Park Square. Well, spring at Park Square brings always the close of our education season. So uh, just yesterday, we saw our last performance of the Diary of Anne Frank. And the week prior was our last uh, student matinee of Romeo and Juliet. So we've served just about 29,000 middle and high school students. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. And uh, it's... It's interesting, this year's production of The Diary of Anne Frank, we made a few tweaks, uh, particularly to the end, and I think the way that schools and teachers were preparing students, they really, you could see them really seeing the perspective of each character. And they always identify with Anne and stay her through the show, but mm-hmm. it, it, um, they felt much more mature for seventh graders. And I know that they're not. I know mm-hmm. that they're the same age as they are every year when they're in seventh grade. Well, both yeah. probably the preparation that the teacher's doing, but mm-hmm. we're also living in kind of a crazy time. Right, which is why I think they're spending more time on their preparation mm-hmm. and the students are coming so much more ripe and with their pores open for that experience. But, and then living yeah. it. Right. So that always, it's like now, now it can be summer. Because we're <laughs> graduation will happen, and uh, graduations happen at Park Square. And then our senior storytelling classes just wrapped up with their final performances. So this is our second year of doing theater workshops for those over 55 uh, with Dane Stoffer, And we've had work with um, great comedian Shannon Custer. So check out the website this summer for next fall's offerings. And before it's over, I do need to plug Marjorie Prime. Yes, last show uh, tonight and tomorrow. So... Yeah. If you haven't seen it, you must see it. I've had two shows on it. I was it was so odd and and I so admire the show. So right. speaking of our reliance on technology, right? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Go see something about that explores the future and potential artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. And I know today we're so excited with our special guest to be talking about the upcoming uh, residency of Flying Foot Forum and Joe Koala, his fabulous company on our stage with their uh, dance musical theater piece called Heaven. Joe, we're excited that you're going to be here and that you'll be sharing more about the play in the next segment. We also have Ellen Kennedy, who will be sharing um, some of the partnership and support that you're giving as the executive director of World Without Genocide. Thank you, Lori. I look forward to the conversation. Absolutely. Oh, I was so looking forward to getting you two together because of your past work with Center for Victims of Torture and your humanitarian work. It was just like, these are people that need to know each other. (laughs) It'll be exciting conversation Mm -hmm. and and I'm already moved by the wonderful work that you're doing um, and your your idea about how it never really leaves us. This yes. is something that um, just because we get past the genocide, it's always there. And, exactly. And what do we exactly. need to do? So it's and I I always love how Park Square brings nonprofits and plays together to talk about ideas. Yeah. It's that connection. Oh, and I was having a wonderful email exchange uh, with some folks from the Ramsey County Attorney's Office that I had met a year ago and making sure they knew about our program tomorrow with Judge Peggy Quo that we'll be talking about with Ellen. And um, this uh, woman who's now been to, had had heard of Park Square. Uh, She's now attended five or six productions and is bringing a group to the program tomorrow. said to me, I just love how intentional and thoughtful Park Square is. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I just feel so much more connected at your theater. And I was like, oh, I've got to tell that to Lori. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And that that is the goal. The show is 
the, the show's called Connections, but I really think it's bigger than that. It's mm. getting folks thinking about connections and how does that get spun out? Mm-hmm. You know, how does that come to life? And Park Square, uh, I'm delighted as a partner that, that you are continuing to grow and do more of those connections. Great. And uh, then, of course, we've announced our new season, and it's being enthusiastically snapped up by Uh-oh. our longtime subscribers. And so if you are one of Lori's listeners and you hear something, it's like there's still great seats available. Yes. But like the next month or so is really the time to get the seats you want. So tell us about them. Oh, it's, um, it's talking about connections and, and being intentional. Um, the opening show on the Boss stage is a show by Julia Cho, um, who's a Korean-American playwright you may have heard of, but... We've done some of her work, and her work's been done around town. But the play is called Aubergine, as in eggplant, uh, for those of you who took French. Uh, or uh, use the English, uh, like to use the word aubergine for the word eggplant. But it is about... It does sound nicer than eggplant. It does. It does. <laughs> eggplant might be an off-putting title. Um, but it is... the set, Food is the center of this story between a Korean-American man and his um, dying father. And they don't share enough language to always... Uh, anymore to always talk. And, of course, their culture has migrated. The son is assimilated. Um, and... So it's, it's these ways that we really cross commo- cultural and emotional divides. And intergenerational. Yep, for sure. Very cool. Um, and that will be our artistic director, Florlino Lagandino's uh, directing debut on the Park Square stage. So Terrific. we're really looking forward to it. And interestingly, the show has been done around the country. So it's written by a Korean woman and it is about Korean-American experience, but has always been directed by a white person. So this will be the first time, because Florlino has that, that past if he has grandparents from the Philippines that actually speak different dialects than each other and so oh he's yeah he, he can appreciate that but then for so everyone it has, a, it has oh, an authenticity then. it does that's, that's really nice and everyone who has been waiting to do the time warp we are finally doing the Rocky Horror Show <laughs> I love that I want to come in like they do with the movies and throw toast <laughs> yeah we will have little participa- participation packs the, the ra- debate raging right now at Park Square uh, with our facility and event staff uh, <laughs> and front of house and artistic is how many things are we going to let you throw on the floor. Exactly. But the key thing, and I know, I know, uh, like Park Square uh, audiences, connections, listeners love a deal. We are actually talking about having a deal where you can buy a participation pack, and if you stay and help clean up, you get a free drink during the cleanup. Oh, I like that. <laughs> it's like, make audience participation through the whole thing. And if you're a really good cleaner, <laughs> right? Exactly. might you get another? <laughs> you know, those who overachieve are always reward. are rewarded. Good, yes. good. Well, you know me. I might go for it. Um, yeah, and it's it's really fun to say, you know, what what is new and fun and why do you do Rocky Horror now, mm-hmm. right? Especially in the light of the transgender rights movement yeah. and what yeah. we know. It, um, it takes us back and forward in different ways. And, and also generational. For those mm-hmm. of us who actually lived through the when the movie first came out to the next generation getting to experience Well, it. and I was saying, and I don't know how, how true Joe finds this in his work, but there are people that you think, if this were a new show... <laughs> With some of the themes and lines in it, they would be appalled. That's but true. because they've been singing it in their head since 1975, <laughs> it's like tamed out for them. And yes. I'm like, it's still like, again, if this was a show you hadn't heard of, you um, might have issue with it, <laughs> with its edginess. And then Christmas Time brings us Pride and Prejudice. Oh, that'll be cool. A new adaptation by Kate Hamill, um, who her sense and sensibility was on the Guthrie stage a few years ago. Um, and so small cast, which intentionally means there's alternate gender uh, casting wow. just by virtue of. And so your Darcy and your Eliza stay the same and everyone else runs around and changes and has fun. I love it. And there may or may not be a dance break in there. So that's <laughs> that's your coming fall through Christmas to look forward to. Uh, although I don't want to forget a great, um, we're bringing in uh, Paige Hernandez, who's a woman of color from Baltimore, who's created an autobiographical hip-hop dance um, theater piece just about her growing up in Baltimore and what so many people in our culture experience, which is they're not of color enough for some parts of their family and society, mm-hmm. and they're not white enough for everyone else. And kind of how do you live with that tension but and really claim your strength? So we'll have three public performances of that, and then it'll be playing for a week for schools. Cool. For middle school. So, cool. Yeah. yeah. So that's what's coming up uh, very soonest into the next season. <laughs> <laughs> do we want to do a look? Just a, we've got a couple oh, yeah. minutes. We can do Evita. Oh, Evita. 
I this is like my secret favorite musical. Um, Don't cry. Exactly. <laughs> Park Square. <laughs> right. Uh, and Mark Valdez is directing it. And we would not be doing an Andrew Lloyd Webber um, if we didn't have a director who is passionate about really revisiting as a, as a Latinx director himself what this really means and taking the approach of making the casting very multicultural because Buenos Aires, where it's set, is... Is, has always been very multicultural. Mm-hmm. Um, so how do we push and play with that? So it's definitely the story of a Latina making a rise to power. And of course, I don't know, populism and pop- politics, it seems a little current. <laughs> it, ha- um, it has a good I'll, cutting edge. <laughs> I bet your listeners will draw their own conclusions Absolutely. from that. At, at, which brings us to the next one, talking <clears throat> yes. about politics yes. of the day. <laughs> if you are unhappy with the current <laughs> occupant, um, then come see the world premiere of Un, the completely true story of the rise of Kim Jong uh, <laughs> Hilarious. I'm looking forward to irreverent. I absolutely believe. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I got irreverent. Two, irreverent. Go. <laughs> right. Relevant and irreverent. Yes, all there at we the same go. Time. Yeah. But really, also, there is this human element of how does someone who wanted to grow up to be Michael Jordan, um, and it was like, oh no, you're going to be the supreme leader, and he's like that imposter syndrome of, but I'm not. Yeah. But you will be, <laughs> because we'll all say you are. So it's it's a it's funny and interesting and irreverent, and it does. Uh, I think it'll make for a great car ride home too. Uh, and then we'll tell you what. Yeah, shall I do, we do that at the end? Or well, you know what? I know I, we can do it in the next segment. We can because uh, I, I, I'm on the edge of my seat. All right. <laughs> There's three We've, three more plays we're going to talk about at the beginning of the next segment. All right. And uh, just to give you a quick preview, and you can also go to parksquaretheater.org, and you could get a sneak peek at it. But we'll be talking about Miss You Like Hell, Holmes and Watson, The Revolutionists, and other cool things. So stay tuned. We'll be right back after a few short announcements. It's the age of artificial intelligence. 85-year-old Marjorie, a jumble of disparate, fading memories, has a handsome new companion, me, a hologram who's been programmed to feed her the story of her life back to her. If given the chance, what would you remember? What would you forget? Jordan Harrison's new play explores the mysteries of human identity and what technology offers. Prime Productions presents the play Marjorie Prime at St. Paul's Park Square Theater. Performances run April 19th to May 19th. For tickets, visit parksquaretheater.org. This is New Beginnings, hosted by award-winning broadcaster and speaker, Freddie Bell. Freddie, this generation of the baby boomers, people are living longer, so the baby boomers are taking care of elderly parents. Let's talk about your health, and specifically, let's talk about Medicare. Our show features the concerns of America's 78 million baby boomers in employment, finance, health and nutrition, and even entertainment. Catch New Beginnings with Freddie Bell, Saturdays at 11 on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. I'm Peter Rackliff from the Eastside Freedom Library, and I'd like to tell you about an historic place on Payne Avenue. Brunson's Pub is a place where history and passion are a part of every detail, starting with the menu. The Payne-Phelan neighborhood arose from Dakota people who lived here for hundreds of years and pioneering immigrant communities, Irish, Swedes, German, and Italians, who made the East Side their home. More recently, waves of new residents from Asia, Latin America, and Africa continue the rich immigrant history and are revitalizing the community's cultural life and economy. Come experience Brunson's Pub at 956 Payne Avenue and grab a discounted gift card when you mention that you're an AM950 listener or a supporter of the Eastside Freedom Library. Be sure to check out Brunson'sPub.com. Hey, it's Brett from the Minnesota Progressive Repartee. You've heard Hunter tell you how much he trusts Zero Res to clean his carpets. Well, now it's my turn. What I love is that Zero Res cleans carpets without those smelly, harsh chemicals. Plus, when I have friends over to Repartee, I don't have to cover that old carpet stain with a floor lamp. And right now, you can get three rooms Zero Resified starting at $149. But you have to mention AM950. So call 952-ZERO-RES, mention AM950, and get that carpet cleaning off your to-do list. Believe me, you'll feel better. Connections Radio Show is all about tapping into our hardwired hunger to connect. We examine meaningful connections to ourselves, our community, and the world around us by opening the door to innovative insights by a wide variety of interesting guests. We'll make 
the connections to something bigger than ourselves. Join me, Lori Fitz, your host of Connections Radio Show, and together we'll make the connections. Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Welcome back to Connections Radio Show. I'm Lori Fitz, your host. And today we have the joy of having Park Square come talk to us about next season, as well as a show coming up around the corner. And I have my co-host, Michael John Peace. Welcome, Michael John. Oh, good morning. Such a pleasure to be here. And if folks want to learn more about the upcoming season or the last few shows of this season, check out parksquaretheater.org. Um Michael John, we've got some great uh, folks in our our studio today. We do. One of my longtime favorite artists, Joe Kuala, uh, the founder and artistic director of Flying Foot Forum, whose show Heaven will be opening on our stage May 31st, is here. We also have Ellen Kennedy, who is the executive director of World Without Genocide, a partner nonprofit for this play that will be doing all kinds of programs and support and some programs we'll learn about what she's doing also in the rest of the the year coming up. Yes, I just got to co-host the World Without Genocide Gala at the Women's Club um, last week and it was just a, it's always great to be on stage or in this case on headset with (laughs) Ellen. (laughs) Thank (laughs) you. Now we did leave our audience a little bit. We uh, did. We only told them about two of the three musicals on the edge and we just heard about uh evita and un i'm un just sounds absolutely amazing uh as well as evita i've always loved evita but the one right after that is miss you like hell april 17th through may 17th right so uh just about a year from now and you might recognize uh well if you know the musical in the heights then you might know the name Chiara Alegria Hudes, who's uh, book and lyrics. And Aaron McEwen, who is music and lyrics, um, is just, it's got this Tejano rock score. It's a great, so it had its uh, world premiere at the Public Theater last year. And it is this uh, whip smart, <laughs> deeply imaginative teenager who uh, gets conned into going to a road trip with her estranged mother, who, as we learned, the road trip is to get to her immigration hearing. Oh, and so goodness. she is roping her daughter into to being a witness or a testifier for her. Um, But it is not, I I mean, and your audience wouldn't care if it was about immigration, but it's really about the relationships within that setting. And along the way, they meet this crazy gay couple who are um, on their way to have their own made-up wedding ceremony in every state (laughs) now that it's legal everywhere. So it really is this intersection of people who have been on the margins, right? They're taken to the road. I love it. It's a great new musical. And then um, everyone loves our summer mystery, so we're winding up with Jeffrey Hatcher's Holmes and Watson on the proscenium stage. Oh, cool. Um, Jeffrey's an old friend of mine. Yeah. That would be great. Who is the real Holmes? There's yes. three in an insane asylum all claiming to be him. So Mr. Watson is sent, Dr. Watson is sent to discover the true one. And then um, I have a feeling you might like a show about four badass women. Yes. Yes. Irreverent. Yes. There's that word about irreverent and rebellious comedy. So this is by Lauren Gunderson, the most produced woman playwright in America today. And it is a great show. <laughs> We found it comically because we wanted to do work by her, and then I said, it can't have more than four people. So we went to her <laughs> website and found this show that I'm so glad we did. So uh, you've got Charlotte Corday, um, the revolutionary from uh, 18th century France, and you've got a playwright a revolutionary, and you've got a Haitian revolutionary, and of course Marie Antoinette, because someone has to have really big hair. So that is our summer show on The Boss. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Wonderful season coming up. Yeah. But just as importantly... <clears throat> For folks that want to do something a little nearer, mm-hmm. the next play is Heaven. Yes, in just a couple of weeks. Tell me a little bit about Heaven, and then I want to hear from Joe, who is the creator and director of the show. Well, the things that I will say about Heaven are that um, when you hear about a dance musical set during the Bosnian War, you go, hmm, tell me more about that. And then you hear about music and dance by Joe Koala, and you hear about music by Chan Poling, and you're like, tell me more. So tell us more, Mr. Koala. <laughs> well, Heaven is a, um, it's a, uh, a lot of different things. And um, first of all, I think it's a, a war drama and, um, and a sort of odyssey, an epic journey. Um, it follows an American uh, photojournalist through Bosnia. He gets lost in the middle of the war. And um, it follows his journey and the people he meets. And he meets a lot of people. We get a very broad picture of um, 
Bosnia during the war and people before the war and after the war, all, all those sorts of things come in, in into the story. Um, on top of that, um, it has fantastic music and dance, some traditional uh, music and dance, and some, uh, you know, obviously Chan Poling has written some. I have Victor Zupank. And people might remember Suburbs. The Suburbs, are, Chan yeah, Poling of the Suburbs yeah. and the New Standards. Yeah, and also did the Glen Sheen, right? Glen Sheen, right? Right. Yeah, correct. So um, so there's great music and really beautiful dancing. Um, there's a lot of gorgeous uh, heart heart wrenching moments and um, just a lot of um, it, it isn't all uh, about the war either there's a lot of time uh, times where you go back into um, people's lives before the war and a lot of um, uh, dances and, and music that uh, uh, center around that. There's also a love story at the yeah. center of it, which is really beautiful. And it's a, a lot of it is edge of your seat. What's going to happen next? Um, so it's a it's a, a lot of different things. You 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 say there's a love story, but also <clears throat> earlier you told me it's sort of your love letter to Yugoslavia. Yeah, former Yugoslavia. Former yes. Yugoslavia. Yeah. And a cautionary tale. Definitely, and I think that's maybe the most important part of it. It's very timely because it's really about a time when, um, uh, you know, uh, Yugoslavia was dissolving, and it could have gone in many directions, but unfortunately um, a lot of the leaders, world leaders and leaders within the country uh, really botched it, and a lot of them um, it really drove people to war. Um, everyone was getting along just fine. Well, people were getting along very well there, let's mm -hmm. put it that way. Every country has their problems. But um, it was really the um, greed and the power-hungry uh, uh, leaders that, um, that ruined it. There were so many ways to stop that, and if the world leaders had done it more, uh, had done something more thoughtful rather than just uh, making that a sort of sideline um, uh, not problem. looking at it not right. looking at yeah. it and, and understanding the the history um, and the implications yeah. that could become from that hatred well, right and from that power oh, grab yeah. well every every society has its fault lines right yeah. and you have these daily or occasional reminders of them but then when there's this political push to say we're going to use that to our advantage and break people apart along those fault lines for our own gain right it's it's like there are the other images that the the, the fire is kind of always smoldering and then someone's like hey mm. let's give that a little fan right exactly. and away it goes but um but the the fact that it's music and dance as well as the theater that is bringing this to life i think it it does a wonderful job of both um showing us those fault lines and where they can crack but also that deep humanity i think by having that it also allows us more access mm -hmm. so when we are drawn in by the music and when we are drawn in by the emotions the impact of what can happen um, to dissolve that or to mm -hmm. create the genocide that, that was the outcome, the cruelty, um, becomes something that's not just in the newspaper that you read about and you can distance yourself from. Mm -hmm. Art brings you in and right. makes you a part of it. Yes. Um, it gives you the joy that that dance and that music and then at the same time the crisis that occurs when hatred uh, becomes more of a motivating force yeah. than love. Sure. What are what are a couple of your favorite scenes or moments in this as you've revisited it? Um, there's a, a song called um, We're All Just Passing Through, which I think is just beautiful. It's a waltz, and there's a dance to it. And uh, Layla and Peter come together, and they one of the things they find that they love about each other is they have a large perspective on the world. And part of that large perspective is that we're all just passing through. And um, Layla's father says, you know, look at how beautiful this is. And people look at this as a place where we should slaughter our neighbors. Mm. And um, so it's just this large perspective that we have this beautiful world that we don't treat very well and we don't treat each other very well. And we need to realize that we have a limited time here and we should appreciate each and other. fellow travelers, yeah. Yes. What a great moment for spring. Yeah. yeah, well, I also think it's important important that young people know more about the Serbo-Croatian. Oh, I, yeah. I think that if you live through it and you were an adult in the 90s, you have a perspective. But here it is, 2019. You know, is that still palpable? You know, do mm -hmm. people understand what happened? Or is that just sort of something that's getting glossed over in a, in a history book? I, I don't think people understand it very... I don't think it's on very many people's radar, to be honest. Mm -hmm. um, Layla has a line... Uh, in the song that says most people um, uh, 50 years from now won't know what we went through here and um, we can't forget those things because they're so important. This was southeastern Europe 
in 1990, in the 1990s, um, we would have thought we were never going to erupt into a, a war in Europe again like that, and it did. And it happened. And it happened. And I appreciate you telling that story, and I appreciate Park Square bringing it to life. And in our next segment, we'll hear more from Ellen, who's the executive director of World Without Genocide, uh, on how to understand genocide and the impact for the generations to come as well and the role that you're playing to help make sure that we continue to understand and continue to support a world without hate so stay tuned we're gonna have to take a break but we will be right back thanks so much for being part of connections today Wild dancing, boisterous music, and a love story set against the backdrop of the Bosnian War. Park Square Theater presents Heaven by Theater in Residence Blind Foot Forum. A tale of finding common ground rather than fighting those who are different from us. Friendship, love, and painfully beautiful moments come to life through heart-stopping percussive dance. Balkan party music performed by Orkee star BZ May. And driving songs by Chan Polig of the suburbs. Heaven runs May 31st through June 23rd. Find out more at parksquaretheater.org. I'm Connie Bure, co-host of Awakened Living Infusion Radio Show. Join Michelle Kitzmiller and I as we focus on all aspects of health, wellness, spirituality, and growth from a mind, body, spirit, emotion perspective. Join us next week as we explore the many facets of mental health and begin to remove the stigma surrounding it. Join us for the Awakened Living Infusion Radio Show, Saturdays at 10 a.m. Let us share with you ways to infuse vitality into life. Tom Hartman here telling you that solar energy isn't just for environmentalists. Switching to all-energy solar is actually perfect for reducing your carbon footprint while also saving money on your monthly electric bill. The fact that solar panels cause no earth-harming emissions while it's producing energy is a bonus. Who in the world could object to that? But they can also help you save money month after month for decades. And they do it with a clean footprint. So go green and start saving money today by visiting allenergysolar.com. No one beats Warner Stellion. No one. Our passion is earning your business. And we've guaranteed appliance savings for nearly 70 years. But the Warners know there's more to it than just offering the lowest price. So we've hired and we've trained the very best people to make every step of your appliance buying experience simple and fun. Now through June 3rd, Warner Stellion will save you even more with exclusive in-store specials. Go to warnerstellion.com or come on in for full details. Choose Minnesota's own Warner Stellion. Looking to experience the Northwoods and Boundary Waters? Big Bear Lodge is the perfect choice. May and June are a perfect time to spot some moose as well as have great fishing. Mention AM950 during May and you'll receive 10% off when you book the Dakota Cabin. A cozy cabin perfect for couples or a single person looking to unplug and unwind. Find out more about this great getaway and see their authentic modern woodsy cabins at BigBearLodgeMN.com. That's BigBearLodgeMN.com. I'm Peter Rackler from the Eastside Freedom Library, and I'd like to tell you about an historic place on Payne Avenue, Brunson's Pub. Experience history and passion through the delicious menu, reflecting the Eastside's diversity. The choices are limitless. Salads, sandwiches, burgers, and shareable plates. Visit Brunson's Pub at 956 Payne Avenue and grab a discounted gift card when you mention that you're an AM 950 listener or a supporter of the Eastside Freedom Library. Be sure to check out Brunson'sPub.com. With your AM 950 weather, I'm Brett Johnson. Look for showers and storms today with a high near 50. Tonight, more rain with a low around 43. Sunday, rain with a high around 48. And Monday, sunny with a high near 63. Did you know that 80% of homes need help with air sealing and insulation? The Green Home Doctor will work with you to make your home less leaky and more comfortable in both the winter and summer. They use special equipment to test your airflow and make your home more comfortable. So stay cool this summer with the Green Home Doctors. Visit GreenHomeDR.com. radio show where we talk about ideas that matter and we have the great opportunity to have michael john peace as my co-host today welcome what a pleasure good morning michael john is also the park square executive director but he also joins me as co-host on our park square connections radio show other duties as assigned or (laughs) desired absolutely (laughs) absolutely we've had such a wonderful conversation and learning about uh plays coming up um this year and next year 
And if folks want to learn more about that, they can go to parksquaretheater.org. You're talking about some great packages that are available as well. Yes, there are packages available for the season we're in and the coming season and across the season. So it's a great way to get seats you really want to the best price. And most of all, to make sure it's on your calendar so that you're not looking the week after the show has closed to make your plans for I have it. To, I have <laughs> to admit, I love having the season package because it's just done. I right. know it. And I, I usually know, I usually don't have plans a year in advance. So it gets <laughs> on the calendar <laughs> so right away. There first. Exactly. exactly. You, you get the ibby-dibbies on right. the calendar it just makes life a lot easier. For sure. So for those of you who were really inspired, as I was, by our conversation with Joe Koala about Heaven, uh, that is uh, having its first performance on May 31st, you can turn that into the first show of a package. Oh, terrific. So, yeah. Um, but, uh, and speaking yeah. of that, that la- it was a very moving um, sharing, Joe. I really appreciate talking about the cautionary tale of getting people above hatred and really looking at love and having traditional dance of Yugoslavia and new dance and music, uh, a powerful rendition of looking at uh, Bosnia of the 90s mm-hmm. and, and giving us an opportunity to remember and also to help tell the story for those who, who never experienced living through it in the 90s. For sure. I do want to ask about the Balkan party band before we move to the serious <laughs> issues. Ar- Arkestar Bezime, they're yeah. a fantastic band. They, um, they're actually a McKnight Fellowship um, uh, uh, They won a uh, McKnight Fellowship Award. Um, they are um, they do music from all of, uh, of Eastern Europe, but mm-hmm. their, their specialty is Balkan music. And um, that's Orchestar Bezime? Bezime. Yeah. Be- uh, close. Bezime. So, <laughs> so, yeah, the show runs through June 23rd. And um, when you, if you're not someone who reads the biographies of the artists in the uh, program, you'll want to do that for this one because there's fellows from the American Composers Forum. I mean, th- this is. Uh, a party band and uh, a show full of rock stars it in our really local is. music scene. Yes. So yeah. And tell me uh, about Ellen Kennedy, who you've oh, invited. Ellen uh, Kennedy is my dear friend. We first worked together when I was at Park Square, and she was at World Without Genocide, where she still is on a little show with the longest title called "I Have Before Me: A Remarkable Document Given to Me by a Young Lady from Rwanda." Wow. And so that was our first intersection of how do you really deeply dive into something like a genocide, and um, that is an and you know, relate it to the to the theater. So we've had a fabulous series of events, and uh, yeah. So do you want to tell us? I'm, about I'm thrilled to be here. I think what Joe said and and what Lori was suggesting in the last segment is so true. The war in in Bosnia happened in the 1990s, and even at that time, it truly was not on people's radar. Certainly younger people today know very little, if anything, about it, and no one imagined that 50 years after the Holocaust, there would be another genocide back in Europe, and that's exactly what happened. It was indeed a genocide. So both Joe and Michael John approached me and suggested that World Without Genocide organized some events for the community at large to learn more about these issues. Because as we know now, genocides never end. They continue to reverberate in the trauma that those who survived pass on to their children. Not only psychologically, but genetic scientists have shown that that trauma goes on in the very genes of the next generations. So we put together a package of programs, six altogether, that we titled Justice After Genocide. And we really should have put a question mark mm. after that yes. title. How true. What is justice? Justice for whom? How do we move past these horrific horrors? And we've created a series of programs one of which is happening tomorrow. Mm. And we really invite all of our listeners today to join us. And I'd like to describe what that program is going to be like. During that war in Bosnia, Serb military people abducted Muslim women and girls and put them into what became known terribly as rape camps. And these women and girls were subjected to horrific sexual violence, sometimes for months on end. After the war, 
Some of the leading perpetrators of these rape camps were prosecuted by the international tribunal that was established by the UN. There were three remarkable prosecuting attorneys at that tribunal, all of whom were women. And these bold women prosecutors were able to bring forward the testimony of some of the survivors who were so courageous to be able to share their stories. Park Square and World Without Genocide are so proud to bring one of those prosecutors to the Park Square stage tomorrow. Tomorrow afternoon at 1.30, Peggy Quo, who successfully prosecuted at this tribunal, will be on the Park Square stage. Oh, amazing. I can't tell you how wonderful it is to experience the energy and the light from someone who's such an upstander. Because you hear all this topic and you're like, oh, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. But really what you want is to leave going, there are people who are making a difference who are changing this. And Peggy Quo, who now is a judge in the state of New York, Judge Quo and her team were not only able to get some sort of justice for these, these survivors and those who did not survive, but they were able to change international human rights law. And they changed it in a profound way. They were able to get rape to be declared a crime against humanity. And that's truly remarkable. Okay. Truly remarkable. We have two other events as part of this series that are coming up as well. On Tuesday, June 11th, at Mitchell Hamlin School of Law, 7 p.m. in the evening, we're going to be showing a film about the sex trafficking that happened in the aftermath of that genocide, a not infrequent atrocity that occurs. The aftermath. Exactly, as a country tries to to re-implement the rule of law, re-institute the, the appropriate policies and procedures to protect people. And we will have an FBI agent who will also speak about efforts in our own community to combat sex trafficking. The final event in that series will be available to those people who have tickets for heaven on Sunday, June 16th for the matinee show. We're so lucky that Dr. Andrew Baker will be with us after the show for a post-show conversation. Dr. Baker is the chief medical examiner for Hennepin County, but for our purposes that day, he will reflect on his experiences in former Yugoslavia as a forensic examiner. He was with a team led by the FBI that was exhuming graves in that region. These are stories that put together help us look at what transitional justice is. We need to, to be able to see the bodies to determine what happened. We need to hear the voices of the survivors to be able to construct the testimony. And then we need the the bold legal presence of people like Judge Quo to create the legal uh, restoration of justice and the permanent documentation. So we're thrilled that our programming is doing this. And at World Without Genocide, we're really honored to be part of this bigger picture. We need to remember and we need to be courageous in facing this. Mm -hmm. Yes, and we need to be able to understand that the devastation wreaked by these catastrophes does not end when the weapons are put down and does not end when the courts have finished their work. In Bosnia today, and indeed throughout former Yugoslavia, the region is still in great economic turmoil. The unemployment rate in Bosnia is more than 40%. The economic, the political, the social, the religious, and the ethnic cleavages remain deep, and we have not seen that there's this this unity as that country tries to heal, even though it's been a quarter of a century. So how do we go forward? That's a, a profoundly difficult question. One of the things that we try to do at World Without Genocide 
is to foster the next generation of human rights leaders. And you've got a summer institute. Uh, we do indeed. <laughs> For three days every summer at Mitchell Hamlin School of Law, we open our doors to high school and college students. So this is a remarkable opportunity for young people with an interest and a passion in human rights to learn about issues in the past, but critically, how to take these issues forward into their own lives, into their own communities, and on the larger stage. Our Summer Institute this year is looking at incitement to genocide in the Holocaust, in Bosnia, in Rwanda, which is the issue that originally brought Michael John and me together. And then we're going to look at incitement today here in our own community where we see anti-Semitism, xenophobia, anti-Muslimism, and certainly throughout our country and indeed throughout the world. And we will work with these young people to teach them to become upstanders for human rights for all of us. What I love about Park Square is bringing the story and giving us opportunities to act, mm -hmm. to do, yes. to, to bring in nonprofits so that when we are moved by the story, there's a potential for us to get involved and do something powerful. Oh, exactly. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Thank Ellen, you. for sharing your passion, your insights, and the work that you're doing. Thank you for, for the conversation. Absolutely. And we'll be back to talk more about other shows coming up at the Park Square and um, all the good things that are happening in our community because of Park Square. Indeed. It's the age of artificial intelligence. 85-year-old Marjorie, a jumble of disparate, fading memories, has a handsome new companion, me, a hologram who's been programmed to feed her the story of her life back to her. If given the chance, what would you remember? What would you forget? Jordan Harrison's new play explores the mysteries of human identity and what technology offers. Prime Productions presents the play Marjorie Prime at St. Paul's Park Square Theater. Performances run April 19th to May 19th. For tickets, visit parksquaretheater.org. On Tuesday, May 21st at 7.30 p.m., Temple Israel in Minneapolis invites you to join them for Voices 2019, their premier annual event. This year's voices will be Anna Navarro and Van Jones. Anna Navarro is a well-known Republican strategist, political analyst, and contributor to CNN and ABC's The View. And Van Jones is an activist, author, CNN political contributor, and host of CNN's Van Jones Show. This event will be moderated by Barack Obama-appointed ambassador to Morocco, Sam Kaplan. All are encouraged and welcome to attend this intriguing dialogue. General admission tickets are $50, and doors for general admission open at 7 p.m. Sponsorship opportunities are available for a private reception and dinner with the speakers prior to the program. Purchase a silver sponsorship to savor wine and hors d'oeuvres or a gold sponsorship to enjoy wine and dinner with Anna and Van. Sponsorships start at just $500. Tuesday, May 21st is approaching quickly and the event is selling out fast. Call and secure your seats today at 612-374-0342. Visit templeisrael.com slash benefit for more information. Connections Radio Show is all about tapping into our hardwired hunger to connect. We examine meaningful connections to ourselves, our community, and the world around us by opening the door to innovative insights by a wide variety of interesting guests. We'll make the connections to something bigger than ourselves. Join me, Lori Fitz, your host of Connections Radio Show, and together we'll make the connections. Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. The Downtowner Woodfire Grill in St. Paul is the perfect choice for breakfast, lunch, and dinner seven days a week. Offering daily fresh seafood specials, fire-roasted meats, exquisite pizza, and half-price bottles of wine on Mondays and Tuesdays, except on Excel Energy event nights. Once you experience their cozy fireside dining, extensive wine list and bar, you'll be back for more. Gift certificates and private dining room for parties available. Located at 253 West 7th Street with plenty of free parking or online at downtownerwoodfire.com. Wild dancing, boisterous music, and a love story set against the backdrop of the Bosnian War. Park Square Theater presents Heaven by Theater in Residence Blind Foot Forum. A tale of finding common ground rather than fighting those who are different from us. Friendship, love, and painfully beautiful moments come to life through heart-stopping percussive dance. Balkan party music performed by Orkiz star BZ May. And driving songs by Chan Polig of the suburbs. Heaven runs May 31st through June 23rd. Find out more at parksquaretheater.org. Good morning, and welcome back to Connections Radio Show. 
where we talk and think and share and hope and dream about ideas that matter. And I always love having Park Square and my co-host, Michael John Peace, join us to talk about all the cool oh. things that are happening at Park Square. Thank you for having me. What a pleasure. We've had almost better conversation during the commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have all kinds. It, does, it doesn't stop, that's for right. sure. Uh, and, and not only are we getting a glimpse of what's coming up next year, but what a wonderful conversation about uh, the Play Heaven. I am so looking forward to seeing the show. Um, powerful ideas about helping to help us get access to understanding what happened in Yugoslavia. Um, what are the ongoing challenges because of the genocide that um, genocide issues that don't go away? Never. And, Never. And what do we need to do to heal and to not let it happen again? And that's truly the key. How do we prevent and I think that issue is so critical for us to think about. As Joe was saying, the world knew what was going on and chose to ignore it. So we really need to focus on raising a generation of future human rights leaders for whom these issues are, are morally and ethically central to how they see the world. And they will be the next generation right. of upstanders. So in addition to going to your website to learn more about the Summer Institute, um, you also have the programs that were jointly... Um, yes. hosting on your website and they're also on Park Square when you get to the page about the show Heaven. So whichever website you're writing down or remembering <laughs> parksquaretheater.org or worldwithoutgenocide.org you will get there. <laughs> yeah. You know, the the whole idea of bringing the nonprofit and the art together so you have context with art that allows you access in mm -hmm. and because you can walk out of a show and go but what can i do yep. i love the idea of having a partnership that allows us to have action mm -hmm. you're doing all kinds of cool multicultural things next year we are it's really you know the keywords in our season brochure are, are innovative transformative and audacious but really underlying all of that is just a sense of how does our work help us see each other um, we've moved past empathy to really understand that it's about compassion um, because when you're sitting in your seat and you're all safe, you can really dive into someone else's world and then leave and take action in your life with that. One of the add-ons next season, um, and it's it's a hateful marketing term to call it an add-on mm -hmm. <laughs> in the season, it's actually the beginning of a new series that we'll do annually called Face to Face. came out of a conversation with Mayor Melvin Carter in St. Paul about you know our problem in in the world, but we were talking about St. Paul in particular, is that the communities were so segmented and so siloed. And so you might go to Target and see all of these different cultural representations of, of um, people working at the checkout, but what do you know? I mean, the Hmong have been in this community for 40-some years, and they're in the state house and at Target and running businesses, and unless you're immersing yourself, how are you going to actually meet them? So we've created a series called Face to Face, um, and it's going to take place next spring will be the first one and it'll be focusing on our Hmong community. We're working with Ping Chong and Company, a renowned um, company out of New York, because we want to learn their practice. Of They are in residence with us and with Minnesota artists going into the Hmong community and conducting hundreds and hundreds of hours of interviews to really get it to let that community lift up what its concerns are and what it wants to share with itself and and with the wider community. And out of that, five or six people will um, work to craft their stories into a script, and then our neighbors themselves will actually deliver the show. So there'll be post-show uh, discussions after each uh, performance of Face-to-Face, uh, -face, Our Hmong Community, and it'll be the start of just really getting us to see each other. Yeah. That's amazing. You know, you know, I do work in multicultural in addition to the radio show. And what we work with individuals and companies about is looking at, you know, what's your self-awareness first? Because mm -hmm. that's really the world that our bubble that we live in. And when right. we can start to understand ourselves, we can then imagine mm -hmm. <laughs> there may be others with other perspective. How do you work then to 
you know, the cross-cultural. How do you understand and work through conflict when it's a cultural conflict? Right. How, how does that come up so that you can have the ability to see another's perspective and it doesn't become right and wrong? Mm-hmm. And I've always believed art is the way to allow us to have that real access of looking at other perspectives. Yeah. That's what helps us grow. So that you'll see in general, like our programs with World Without Genocide, a lot more nonprofit partnerships, a lot more um, community engagement conversations at the theater and at other places around town. Uh, and then this face-to-face, which will just be the really deepest dive of a six-month residency with a community to sit with them and hear their stories and then share that back out through the medium of theater. And it does come down to the story, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. How do we, when we know someone's story, it allows us to have that empathy. It changes the story we tell ourselves about them and about ourselves. Yeah, it changes our own reflection of story. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Indeed. speaking of story, I want to make sure that we talk at least a little bit about Jefferson Township and rule of thumb. Oh, yes, because we still have this season to close out. So Jefferson Township Sparkling Junior Talent Pageant. (laughs) Get out your tiaras. It is a world premiere musical by Keith Hovis, um, who is a Playwright Center fellow, uh, for those in the theater biz. Uh, But it is... that 30-something ennui, the, the <laughs> former pageant competition uh, star who has to return to her small hometown and move in with her parents again after life in the big city to say, where are we going? With or without her tiara? Well, she never got the chance oh. to win the tiara. So they decide among them, the characters, they're going to revive this talent pageant <laughs> to decide who is the ultimate champion. So very fun, um, very up today, and a great, a great musical for summer. And then rule of thumb is three not one but three agatha christian mysteries in one evening including hercule poirot so the first uh, performance of poirot and there's a lot of fans out there of jeffrey hatcher indeed yes so So, uh, many reasons to come see that show right yeah so i want to make sure everybody gets um everyone's website so easy place to go is Mm parksquaretheater.org learn about all the shows But I also want to encourage you to keep learning about World Without Genocide, and I'm going to have Ellen share the website. Worldwithoutgenocide.org for information, events, and most importantly, for how to take action to promote human rights. Mm -hmm. Joe, any last words you'd like to share about coming to see heaven? Well, I think if you come, you're going to be very moved. We um, did uh, this at the Guthrie about nine years ago, and um, it was people still talk about it. Um, we have a whole audience that's coming back. Um, everyone encouraged us to do it again. It's a it's a very different and remarkable uh, piece of theater. I think. Is there something that's changed about the production as you've? We've I mean, developed a few of the stories more, and it's um it's I think it's improved. There's a and there's a beautiful dance number that was added. A very oh. optimistic upbeat uh there you go uh, dance number about uh that happens in bosnia so it's the, the xanax at the end of the drama there you <laughs> yeah, go yeah. <laughs> come see the show come and listen to the music and appreciate the dance and think about the future and a world without genocide indeed thank you for joining us today so appreciate your support as listeners your engagement your thoughts your actions and one action i'm going to encourage you is to go see some shows at the park square and get involved thanks for joining us. i can get behind that thank you (laughs) good thanks for joining us today look forward to having you next week